0: I just got home like 20 minutes ago from getting an undercut uh, and I look good with it. It's going to be nice to help me beat the heat a little bit. I kind of wish I'd gotten more cut off, like mm-hmm. just gone like full, you know, gone the full Monty, but you know, that's it looks how pretty f- good.
1: That, as is. It, I like it. No, the undercuts good. You got that nice. You got that nice summer cut going. Living, living, yeah. living, fresh and free.
0: I'm back of my neck is so fucking sweaty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm at the point I need to get a haircut soon. And miraculously, I got a, a little flyer in the mail for the barbershop I already go to for a $10 cut. And I'm like, fuck
0: yeah. Ooh, delicious. I know. I love when sh- I, this is that's the um. The 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 more adult equivalent of when I was in college and I would get mailers for like uh hey, here's a big thing of Burger King coupons and I like like took it and fist pumped knowing like full well I would be using all of those fucking coupons.
1: Literally same. <laughs> be- best part about my 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 barbershop is it's right next to a Kung Fu tea. So I get a haircut and I can treat myself to some nice boba.
0: Ooh, boba these nuts. Dame, dame, dame,
1: dame, yo, dame. Gundam style, everybody. Welcome to Alcool Robot. is <laughs> a podcast about mobile suit Gundam. I'm Max, and I use he, him pronouns. And with me, as always, is...
0: Hey, I'm Sarah. I use she, her
1: pronouns. Uh, Sarah, we're in the shit of it.
0: Uh, yeah, calamity moment.
1: <laughs> Sarah, Sarah the <this> situation's <laughs> fucked right now.
0: Can I get back? Can I? Uh, Orga asking for a sit rep and all that. Here's here's all that. Here's the Everybody knows shit's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It, it, it's it's
1: we left off at a wonderful, tremendous, great, great place where it would like. Well, I mean, specifically, we left off of McGillis being a fucking pervert
0: which is not great but like (laughs) great place yeah you know (laughs) quote from maxi bajillion rower uh great place he (laughs) says about (laughs) Uh,
1: and and we we go i'm
0: i'm i'm I'm, I'm just hitting you with the fucking stone cold i think coolsville sucks (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) i'm being fred jones in my own apartment uh we go from that to We've unleashed a fucking angel from three thousand or three hundred years ago. It is going to kill everyone and everything. Let's take care of it.
0: Yeah, machine designed only for killing, or whatever the fuck Modoc's actual like, whatever the fuck Modoc stands for.
1: Machine only designed something killing. Yeah, sounds yeah. right. Or like machine organism designed only for killing. Who I don't care. Modoc's lame. It'd be yeah, funny. Ment- It'd be mental funny if they
0: mental come organism designed, mental only, organism. designed mental only for
1: killing. It'd be funny if they had to fight Modok on Mars.
0: Uh you just Mar- stock.
1: Mar- okay all right in marstock um <laughs> it's good i like it these episodes kind of beat ass a little bit uh
0: yeah these are good fucking episodes yeah you wanna... i didn't not a direction i was expecting the show to go for mm-hmm. for the back half if i'm being perfectly honest it's, it's I mean, a I...
1: really interesting like vignette because like it'll get resolved next week but it's just like for a couple Wait, episodes really? i think next episode is going to be like the, the the last part of fight this weird fucked up bird
0: wait seriously yeah I thought this to me this scanned like gearing up for what the second half of the season was gonna be
1: oh no 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 this this is this is a mere part of the rough, rough bumpy ride Tekadon has in season two I, oh,
0: mm, okay well I, I have to I have to re I have to rearrange my opinions on some of like because like this seemed like I don't know. This seems like like not, that, not I didn't think they would be fighting this exact thing for the next, but like I don't know. Like a temporary victory against like some something like aimed at destroying the world and humanity as we know it. That would be
1: cool, but again, I, the lack of this is part of the reason why Gundam fans are always like, "Oh, I want, a, I want a new Iron-Blooded Orphan set 300 years ago so we can know what happened in the Calamity War. This is our only taste of it, really honestly."
0: That's, that's, I mean, I, I guess that I'm fine with that part mm-hmm. of it. Like, less I know about the, honestly, the less I know about the Calamity War, the more interesting it is to me, but I also kind of, like, I don't know, this seemed like a rest of the season on like, the power level on display here. Like, this seems like a fucking like, like, um, like, I don't know. This feels like, like, obviously this is a different show. It's not like a, you know, it's not like a shonen show with, like, arcs that do not just fit cleanly into a 13 or 12 or whatever episode core. Yeah. But, like, this, the level of destruction that I, like, this is something that I felt at, like, the start of the Chimera Ants arc in Hunter Hunter, uh, in terms of, like, scale that I was, that this kind of, like, feels like it is on in terms of, like, badness that has been unleashed. Yeah, but, it's...
1: Mm-hmm. will we'll, you'll see, like, it,
0: the I, show... I, I, I believe it, I believe the show is good, the show is good to me, it has not steered me wrong so far. Yeah.
1: Well, now that you know... The trajectory we're on. I say we get into it and start talking about this yeah, let's, This weird fucked up metal here.
0: Let's, let's talk about this big boy.
1: Uh, this is episode 35 of Iron-Blooded Orphans. Awakening Calamity.
0: <laughs> I love when girls awaken my
1: calamity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Breath of the Wild is about. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as Orga and McGillis continue to strengthen their partnership, Jazly seeks to find intel that will allow him to take both men down and further strengthen his standing in Teiwaz. We learn that the strange mobile worker Tekadon recovered in the half-metal mine is called a Pluma and is merely an accessory to a larger mobile armor called the Hoshmal. McGillis tells Tekadon that the mobile armor's nearly wiped out humanity during the Calamity War and it must be stopped immediately. Of course, Jazly leaks this intel to Galarhorn. So when McGillis and Tekadon go to check on the Hoshmal, Eok and his regiment showed up, prompting Hoshmal to reawaken and fire a beam into the sky. And the, the greatest trick, one of the greatest tricks Iron Blooded Orphans pulls, is the reason we don't use beam weapons anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it seems that this would be bad if they, yeah, beam. I can see why people would want to move away from that. Uh
1: huh. It's it's like, all right, you filthy Gundam watchers, thirty-five episodes in, you want your you want your beam weapon to rehab it? Fine, I don't care anymore. Right. Um, Jassly, this guy, this fucking guy.
0: Yeah. Jazly is the thing is that like I well I Okay, so I have to come clean. Again, I am still waiting for the turn at which I start hating Eok. Mm -hmm. Like, I If Eak was a real person, I would fucking hate him so much. Like I would be like in I would be like in the HKIP Discord, like every day, like yelling at him like like, why the fuck is Nancy Pelosi still backing this guy just because he can beat Republicans? Yeah. (laughs) not only this guy is this guy, i i you know i i'm amenable to it to an anti-gun control potential i'm potentially amenable to an anti-gun control stance i think we could work with someone like that but like this guy is like pro nuclear weapons and yeah he of like loves 12, it yeah we love we love this guy he's so but like he's just so fucking stupid <laughs> But like but like I bring I bring I bring this up because there's not there's not a lot of it, like I mean there is like there is there is an Eok moment in this episode and like there's this these this slate of episode is just full of Eok moments but um I bring this up because I'm like I for a while I was like do I just like think that Eok's like a well developed character on this front or do I like him and then I like look at Jazly who is like also a perfectly fine developed character who I just don't like very much. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Jazly Jazly I'm trying I'm, like racking my brain. I think Jazly might be like the first character that I just like hate. In terms of, like, like their place in the story. Like, I hate I hate Naze, for example, but, like, for a different reason. Like, because I don't think his character is executed extremely right. well. Um, and, the, you know, I have a lot of hang-ups with him. Jazly is, like, doing a really good job filling the role. Jasley does a great job filling the role that he is supposed to fulfill. And I like the political machinations that are happening around him. I just fucking hate the
1: guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, Eok, honestly, and, and I don't, and he does more shit as the season goes on, of course. But, like, as of now, he's kind of just like Mr. Bean.
0: Yeah, that's yes. Like the, the he's a little bit Mister Bean and a little bit Joffrey, honestly. Yeah. Like, just like move it. Just like thinking as short sightedly as possible. Just like what will bring me the most respect, power, and honor? What will get the most people to do res- to post respect, Butler at me? <laughs> yeah. Um. And he 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 just does not think with any like foresight in any capacity past the next fifteen minutes, and it's mm. really funny. He's like a, human a goldfish. Like, if he was, like, 10% more realistic, I think I would genuinely just hate him because he would just resemble a real-life politician too much. But, like, he's, he's like, a cop, he's a cartoon character of Dunning-Kruger. Yeah, like, he, and and
1: the fact that everyone else is, like, publicly, outwardly, completely tired of his shit. Like, whenever Juliet has to clean it up and she's like, you, fuck you, you suck, stay here. And he's like, put yeah, my honor! But Oh, my
0: honor, no! He's
1: fucking Prince Zuko with it. <laughs>
0: He has to avenge his fallen comrades by just making everything fucking worse for everybody. He has to avenge his fallen comrades that he got killed in the
1: first place. (laughs) Right? Just a complete fucking fail boy. As of now, I I still still like him.
0: Eok lost his whole squad. Not Not just half. Not 25%, not to half of it. His whole squad oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he is like the thing is that like he has no emotional he has like no real emotional response to him like he does cry definitely but like he feels like the, fa- the fact that he's like taking up the mantle feels like this is what an epic hero guy would do I would do this for I would I put the I put the, the regulatory <laughs> fleet on my back
1: <laughs> you see he thinks he's like he thinks he's the main character basically
0: he does <laughs> Uh, like I love doing I love experiencing I love seeing Protagonist Syndrome It's just fun he's It's just funny. fun But anyways anyway. we're, getting de- we're getting tied up In shit yeah, that we will get uh, In depth on In part- episodes 2 and 3 Of this week Right Uh, <laughs> Jazzy's meeting With
1: some other Tewaz guys And he's like Trying to Stick the blame Of all this On Naze and Mick Murder More so than Tekadon, Just cause like You know He knows that They're covering for him So He wants to Find out Like he basically Wants to <clears throat> Strengthen his standing Cause we know That he has a connection With the seven stars So Mm. he wants to find juicy intel he can leak to them to kind of like find a way to put the grip on McGillis and Tekadon to like get them out of the picture.
0: Right. right, and in the process of the conversation, he fucking, he, he, like, he ashes his cigar into a complete, like, he, no one in this fucking series knows how to actually fucking finish smoking a this cigar. Is a, a,
1: this is a level beyond what Toto is capable of.
0: Like, like, do they just not have cigar cutters in this world? Like, is that the only way you can put out a cigar in this universe? Just fucking waste the rest of it?
1: It's just... It's it's a, it's a it's a metaphor for the
0: wealth of the mafia in the face of something else. I just like he he's got the fun, he's got like the whiskey with the big ball ice, and he's got mm-hmm. like you know just it's it's a, it, it's like it's like seven eighths of a cigar left. He just yeah. like he just like lights that shit up like. <laughs>
1: Actually, I decided this thing fucking sucks. Yeah. (laughs) It's the exact same thing uh, Toto said. Uh, We cut from this to uh, Saisei. We we see Echo, and Yamagi and Christopher Walken fixing up uh, the (laughs) suit. That's him. That's him, Christopher Walken. Uh, We we see the flower. It's pink now because shino moment shino
0: needs it to get shino needs it to get amped up
1: yeah yamagi literally says shino can't get worked up if it's not unless it's this color and we even see it has like the eye spots that he that he likes so much too i love that like i love when mobile suits like special color versions of mobile suits for certain characters like have like something beyond just like a signature color because like yeah char is the red comet but like he's not the only pilot using red so when you have like a color combo or like a little marking is like that's nice, and the eye spots are just fucking cool as hell.
0: Right, it's a little bit like the the Gushan rebake full city. Yeah, in terms of just like that is like a customized color for a new. Oh for yeah, a new yeah, yeah, okay,
1: yeah, I, yeah. I was like, the eye spots. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, we we don't know what the fuck this other thing is though. It, it's just the mobile worker like thing. There's no cockpit. It's it's like doesn't. There's no seat inside for a person, but like. It seems like it's for combat. Maybe uh, it's like a weird, like bug crab looking thing.
0: It's cool though. You know what? You know what this episode felt like? Mm. To, well, well, you know, what, I'll say this for later in the episode when we actually get to like these the things that actually like maybe draw these comparisons. Okay, so sure. we just talk- We just brought up the thing for the, the pluma, right? That's what the it's pluma. Yes, yeah,
1: so that's a little guy.
0: The pluma and the juna and the Springer. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, getting a laugh on that one. I did not feel like that one was great, but it was unexpected. It got me off.
1: It got me by surprise. Um we cut to Tekadon on Mars. Um, Eugene's talking to the leadership, and like things are going really, really well. Like things are going really smoothly. We're getting more mobile suits, we're getting some jobs lined up. Things are good, uh, which means things are about to be very not good. Yeah. Ugh. Chad is still. Chad still fucking can't get over the whole Yuki Nojo Maribit thing. Right,
0: he's still, he's still, like, like, I, it's only been two days since you and I last talked, but a, a week has passed in terms of recording, in terms of episode posting, so, like, it's just been a week of Chad just, like, walking around the base just doing the fucking ASAP Rocky, like... Pac fucked Madonna.
1: It's it's just stop <laughs> with him. It's so fucking great. I love it.
0: The um, I, I went and rewatched that full interview because it's only like five minutes long. And uh, at the end after the credits, like the camera cuts to black and you just hear audio of ASAP being like, "No, but for real, did Pac fuck Madonna?"
1: <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> uh, we see that Orga is still stuck up on Ares, the Gallahorn base. Um, mm-hmm. he 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 skypes McGillis about the mobile worker, and McGillis is like. Uh, you guys fucked up in a major way. You got to stop right now. The thing you're about yeah. to dig up is what killed like three quarters of humanity back in the day. Hang tight, I'll be there soon.
0: It's the things that we learn about the mobile armor in this genuinely just feels like a Horizon Zero Dawn moment. Like this is, yeah. this is like the like the way that it is just like. Because like I, I spent a lot of time like thinking about like the internality of like what was how was this designed? Because I don't think this this mobile this mobile armor just fell from heaven. This, this is from from my the way I have it's, the way I'm guessing this turns out. I'd be surprised if they didn't give me an answer for this, but maybe they don't. I don't know. But like this seems like something someone designed as like a thing that would like be good to like you know unmanned unmanned drones basically but uh-oh uh-oh uh uh, it got struck by lightning like in the movie stealth about the the stealth bomb (laughs) now it just wants to kill all humanity
1: um i can tell you now we really don't know the show doesn't really go into detail about it like everyone says this is what we had to fight 300 years ago but no one really says why um and i from what i understand the sort of prevailing theory is that Agnika Kairu made them specifically so he could like defeat them and get the glory and become in charge. Yeah. It's like a weird, like pseudo conspiracy that really has no bearing on the the show as a whole, but it's just like, we don't get much of an explanation of like what the fuck this thing is and why it's here. It's just more like, oh no, this is dangerous. Let's fight it. But
0: it yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Let let There's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons I could see the, I could, there's a lot of reasons I could see here. I like the gaps being filled in.
1: Yeah. Um, All right,
0: I like the gaps being left for the audience to fill in
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, leave it up to the imagination Uh, so Jazly Sends Intel, he, he hears about this Of course, he, he sends it to Eok via the, uh, JPD Trust, which is, you know, his initials, I guess
0: Yeah, uh, Jazly Penis Dick Trust <laughs> Jazly
1: Penis Donomicles
0: <laughs> Jazly. Penis, oh yeah, I forgot, we know his last Name is, is the greekest name You've ever heard <laughs> Um J- Jasley Paklava. Don't know Jast- me. <laughs> Jasley uh Jasley fucking Aresus Paklava <laughs> yeah.
1: Jasley Persephone. Don't know me. Jasley
0: Persephone Dominicolas <laughs> Fucking killer name. uh, J- Jack. <laughs> Dama nicholas uh doma jack and nicholas okay there we go now we're getting somewhere jack jacks what if it was Jack Lee nicholas Jack Lee
1: nicholas he golfs so
0: good yeah he does
1: <laughs> uh see so he leaked it Russell and julietta know now uh they know mcgillis mm-hmm. has like the secret mission to clean up some shit on mars uh, Rustle is, like, the first Jacks- person... To-
0: Jaxley is-, is, like, a girl on estrogen, the way that, uh, she he's leaking everywhere.
1: There we go. All I'm s- right. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Rustle is the first person to actually say the word pluma in this show. Like, he knows this is a pluma. He he has, like, some familiarity with the, um, Calamity War. Uh-huh. And, and like, I-, I think the, um, McGillis mentioned earlier that, like, the thing is, like, an accessory to the main mobile armor. Like this, right. it's not. It's,
0: it's not the mobile uh, armor. It's, 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 it's the armor's
1: DLC. It's, it's his Pikmin.
0: Yes, yes, yes. yes.
1: Uh, Julietta is like kind of wondering why it's like Shino.
0: It's like Shino and his bugs from Naruto. Exactly. It's like Shino and his bugs from Iron Blooded Orphans. Yeah, exactly. Shino and his bug. <laughs> Sh- Shino and Yamagi in the cockpit together. Shino and his bug. Shino and his Borbo. His Blorbo. <laughs> Julietta
1: wonders, like, why McGillis would go to Mars and just just to check out, like, one single pluma. And Vidar is like, maybe he wants to take down a real Metal Gear Ray to get an order of the seven stars. New fucking, like, lore tooltip pops up on screen. You click on, yeah, jur- you click on the red Journal highlighted up- text.
0: Journal updated.
1: Yeah. It's an accolade. It's like, if you get more, you gain seniority. Apparently, 300 years ago. Right. He,
0: wa- <laughs> he wants to... This is the, um... <laughs> <laughs> McGillis wants to get the all nukes dissembled cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 5 <laughs> yeah
1: but if you you get an, it's an accolade for taking out a mobile armor which is yeah. fucking f- first of all really fucking funny and maybe gives you an eye into like well m- mostly it's a window into like how sort of like traditional and outdated McGillis line of thinking is but it's a really funny for like f- uh like what am I starting to say if a modern soldier in 2076, um, like d- did something about it to get like an American Revolutionary War accolade and expects everyone to honor it. And like, you know, ho- like him going to hold the government to giving him that this like 300 year old outdated accolade. And everyone's like, I- what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man?
0: <laughs> right. They-, they stopped giving out the squirrel heart like tw- three, 200 <laughs> yeah, years <exactly>. ago. <laughs>
1: But everyone takes it seriously, so I guess they still. I guess I guess it's still a thing. It's in the books. They didn't, yeah, they still they, they still honor it. You know, they didn't errata it out of the rulebook.
0: Right. Is, um, they're like, oh fuck, there is no rule in here that says a dog can't play basketball.
1: Exactly. There's no rule here that says a dog can't get the Alaya Vignana surgery.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. a dog in an A V would be fucked up. You get mobile suit runner on all fours. Yeah. Uh, mobile suit puppy mode. Mo- okay. All right. There we go jimmy mobile suit jimmy mobile suit hey the, the,
1: we got the gyms from 0079 Ah, oh, that's true you should get him one of those my funny little guy
0: your funny little halloween costume idea no
1: i think katie katie wants to uh, put him in paddington bear costume for halloween this year
0: oh i cannot wait to see that
1: i want to spray paint in black and green so he could be like zygarde dog mode i don't think that's gonna fly though
0: yeah I don't think Jimmy or Katie Or you honestly would like that very much Past the first 10 seconds of you of you Looking at it and saying wow that's Zygarde 10% for sure Me googling Halloween dog paint <laughs> And then you googling one day later How to get Halloween dog paint out of dog Yeah
1: My dog won't learn thousand arrows What did I do wrong
0: <laughs> My dog is relying on mold breaker To try and get through these levitate mods <laughs> Help! My dog can't hit Rotom. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Uh what um. happens now?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a funny thing here where uh, I, uh, they like Rostal says uh, mobile armor, and Eok's like, oh, mobile armor, and Julietta's is like, oh, the city doesn't even know Goncharov. <laughs> She's wearing fucking mobile armor and, like Nikes,
1: yeah. like not the knockoff Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, that's not even a real mobile suit designation number.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the the 73rd uh, of the of the, of the, Gund- of the Gundams, Goncharo. God- Gundam God- <laughs> <laughs> Well, that rolls off the tongue so nice. <laughs> right? Bio Flouros. Barbatos Goncharo. Gon- 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 <laughs> squashing my rob <laughs> she's squashing my rob so everyone
1: they all head to earth McGillis and Eastergi yes. head to earth first of course um saisei is about to turn the pluma on and like yamagi has gotten the intel by now and runs and is like Ever, don't
0: do it don't a fucking second, hit that shit
1: a second after it's like ominous red eye lights up yeah <laughs> great work people
0: and then it just like cuts and then it cuts to the mid car co- the eye catch and we go away for the next part yeah, we don't know what happens. Uh, but we were yep. in
1: the Tekadon mess hall, and everyone got a big raise. Like all of the new recruits are—they have been there for six months, so they get like a big raise. God, I wish they're like, ooh, <laughs> big money, big money. We can go. They're like, they do the they do the fucking popcat big money. They, boys. they their eyes turn into big old do- green green dollar signs and. Ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. Uh,
1: Shino asks Eugene if he wants to go to town to presumably to fuck uh people at bars. And yeah,
0: <laughs> let's go get our dicks wet, bro. That's literally what my notes say. <laughs>
1: and 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 Eugene's like, money can't buy true love. And Zach Lowe is like, I'll go with you, Shino, let's fucking do it.
0: Chad actually looks at Meribit when he says that and is He's like Meribit, is it. that true? He's not over it! <laughs> he cannot he cannot get over the fact that, gra- that the grandma and grandpa of the base are fucking. It's just It's like are they using the mobile suit cockpits? What's going on? <laughs> Now, kids, do not come into the simulator room for the next twenty to thirty minutes. <laughs> We're doing taxes. We're, do- <laughs> We're doing important tech-in-on business. Stay away. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean hey, they they're doing business. They're, they're doing, doing, business. doing some kind of business. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, Otter and Mika and Hush go to the Admos company. They visit Kudelia. Um, they gotta let her know like, hey, this is things are gonna get fucky. Uh, and they see this like school, like like a. You know, like one the of those
0: Fumatan, the Fumaton Admas Memorial School for kids who can't
1: read good. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's like one of those like w- when like a building is like here's a a 3D rendering of our new edition. It's it's like that. It's like not a photo, yeah. but like it's what she's gonna make. And it's it's nice though. It's like a school like you know free tuition for like all the war orphans and everything. Like they'll teach you how to read. They'll feed you. They'll they'll give you dorms and stuff. It's nice. And then like we yeah. learn that Kudelia is the only person in this entire like show who's like really smart with money because she handles like half of Tekadon's paychecks and, like, money management
0: for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good for um, her, though. Hush is very surprised to learn this, and Mika's like, I, I don't fucking know what to do with my money. I just let her hold on to it.
1: Yeah, like, he just saves everything. <laughs> Kudelia calls Mika, like, every other week, saying, I bought you a super potion. I put it in your yes! PC yes! box.
0: Yes! I think mean, my notes literally say, like, okay, fucking mom for Pokemon Crystal. Yes!
1: <laughs> Mika, I bought you a great ball. Here you go. Here you go, my boy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, here I got you. Oh, oh, hey, you want some? You want some shuka berries? Uh, I got like three here for you,
1: <laughs> Mika. I have placed three pink apricorns in your item box.
0: God, apricorn, the apricorns.
1: Oh, I can tell you, I can tell you live on air because this episode won't be released for another week or two after uh, road league draft. I went with Clefairy.
0: Clefairy! Baby. little guy. Just it, a, it's the, the thing is that like instinctively I want to call Clefairy Cleffa just because like that's already a Pokemon name. Yeah, no, yeah,
1: you're, you're giving it like a, a diminutive honorific, but no, that's a totally different yeah. guy.
0: No, that's that's already a guy. D-
1: that's like baby, baby, double baby,
0: double baby, double, ba- oh, <sighs> uh, double baby, <sighs> Metal Gear, oh, Metal Gear, double uh, <laughs> metal baby, <huh? laughs> Metal, ba- me- Ooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Those are my two favorite Dragon Ball villains combined. <laughs> so, uh, we talked to Kuku, or uh, the kids leave, right? And, uh, Kudelia talked to Kuku Bita about how the kids are, like, really naive and don't know about the real world. So, like, the elementary school's gonna do some good in the world, so they don't end up like the Tekadon boys, pretty much.
0: Yeah, having to fight for everything. And, like, fucking, it's the end of fucking Twisted, it's like the outlaw ending in Twisted Metal 2 over here, because Mika is like, damn, I wonder what I'm gonna do after the war is over, and I don't have to fight anymore. What can I even fucking do? Farm! That's what he wants to do! Just the farm!
1: I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure you'll have a great farm.
0: Yeah, the farm will be fine. Uh, nothing will happen. Nothing bad will happen to the agriculture. Well, I mean, the Sakura farm is not part of the agricultural arm. of... No, the Sakura uh, farm is like totally fine. Yeah, there. Nothing bad will happen to it. Yeah.
1: Uh, we cut. I guess. Well, like, nothing the-
0: more bad will happen to it. the 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 head of the the man of the house did uh, ex- did have a uh, d- did perish in a tragic girl boss moment. Yeah, very very sad. <laughs> a girl boss instantly leaves one dead, fifteen traumatized. <laughs>
1: Uh, the next morning, we
0: see Shino and Zach. They're
1: in the hangar working on a, a mobile worker, and Zach's about to tell an embarrassing story from their escapades last night. Yeah, <laughs> we never learn what it is. What did um, Shino? What did you
0: do? Shino, uh, honestly, honestly, what it was is that Shino and Zach. I, uh, you know what? Maybe they just found. Maybe they just found love in each other's arms that night, there and don't we want to. And they and Shino's too scared to be vulnerable about it, especially because you know it's he has been into him, and that really, yeah. really hurt his feelings.
1: Yeah, they found love in a hopeless place.
0: <laughs> yeah, oof. Uh,
1: we we learned that uh, Eugene like. Calls oh my a- god.
0: Okay. Can I can I tell an anecdote about that yes. song since you mentioned it? Because I think I think about this genuinely all the fucking time. So one day in high school, I was probably I think this would have been like s- junior year, probably maybe senior year. Just one day in, in just like one day, I get to class, and for some reason, the joke of the day is just like love in a hopeless place, but like you know, not that. Like uh I found. I found like I found M in a slopeless place. You know, Y equals MX plus B. Uh-huh. Um, good, good shit. Like jokes like jokes like jokes like that. You know, I found I found uh I don't know, I found acceptance in a copeless place. Things like that. And we get to our uh it would have been bio our AP bio class for the afternoon. And our professor is out, our teacher is out, and she has been replaced by a substitute who does not do too much teaching, but does give us a uh this in one of the most i i really wish i had recorded this speech in some capacity or like memorized it or something because it was one of the most unhinged things i've ever heard because the speech was basically him giving a rousing thing about like oh childhood and being you know living your life do your do your thing but all of like he just was like dropping the names of top 40 songs in there sure and it was like you know you you can go out there and stand under your umbrella all you want but you got to look to the left to the left as you're going forward in life and uh and like well like, as soon as he like if if rihanna can find love in a hopeless place and, like all of us like in the back table just like lose our fucking minds cheering <laughs> about <laughs> <laughs> No idea what the fuck that guy was up to. <laughs> but, I love when teachers know, are
1: like, relatable to students.
0: Yeah, he he was extremely relatable to us. That's good shit. That's I good I, shit. I have to wonder like how I have to wonder like how much he rehearsed that because like there is no way he had he was doing that shot on the fly. Yeah, no, yeah, he stayed up all night. He's like, oh, the kids are gonna love this one. Yeah, and we did we did. That's probably the same yeah. reaction he ever got to that to that, to that routine. It's vindication. Yep. Yeah
1: uh so eugene calls some of the boys over and says that they're going to be orget and mcgillis's security detail while they're meeting uh and they, they go they travel to the mine um we see the Aryan rod fleet ship in space fire off several mobile suits that are going down to mars of course uh but th- the tekadon boys and mcgillis are going without mobile suits because isarugi gets a, gives us a lore dump about how half metal will mask ahab reactors if they bring a mobile suit the mobile armor would awaken if they get it too close. And that's why mobile suits were made to destroy mobile armors. Uh, mobile armors are cool because they're run on AI and don't need a pilot to function.
0: Yeah, no, human, no human behind the thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they go to look at it. Uh, and, and like I, I mentioned this to you earlier, uh, it doesn't say it in the show ever for some reason. This thing's called the Hashmal, uh, which is Hashmal. like ha, H-A-S-H-M-A-L, um, sure. which is derived from Hashmalim, which I think is like an order, one of the ten orders of angels in... Like some uh, Judeo Christian mythology. It's a cool name. It, it, it's. Th- do you get it? The Gundams are named after devils and the bad guy mobile armor is named after angels? It's a metaphor. Oh, it makes me think about Oh, I'm funking about it. Uh, Mika. I'm having, kind big,
0: of, I'm having a big stinky think. Oh. Uh,
1: Mika senses that there's like some units kind of following to Mars. <laughs> of course it's Eoch. Uh, and he's just like, he's like, I know you're going to start a rebellion and you want to destroy the mobile armor and take credit. And. McGillis is just like, what? Like Megillus, it's so fucking great that McGillis never even once seemed to have thought about the Order of the Seven Stars thing. He's just doing it yeah. because he knows this thing is stupid dangerous.
0: Right. Um and Ayak is like, uh Okay. So yeah, this is when we finally get word from Saisei that the the pluma went absolutely sick on mode in Sai Sai and Saisei nobody thankfully nobody was really hurt. -hmm. Um and uh uh oh, Eok moment. He steps too close, and the mobile armor is not very happy about it. And it turns on, uh, and blasts. And we get like we get like this really eerie chanting music.
1: Yeah, the the OST kind of goes fucking nuts in this moment. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good, and it just it fires a big fucked up energy beam into the air. Yeah, it's scary. It's 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 scary. It it, it's genuinely freaky because like. We've never fought. Iron Blood Orphans doesn't have mobile armor, you know. Like all these Gundam tropes aren't there, so when the Gundam tropes do show up, it's like a genuinely unsettling thing. Cause it's just like this unthinking, unfeeling machine, just designed literally only to kill.
0: Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking badass too. <laughs> Pretty good.
1: I'll, I'll have to send you a video. Um, of there is this uh YouTube channel that does you know ASMR, really fucking high quality Gundam uh like gunpla builds. Yeah, and they built they, they they did one with the Barbatos Lupus and the Hoshmal kit, and they like made this whole like canyon sort of like vignette set for it, and it's Ooh, just like that's it, it is it is an obscene <laughs> level of detail. It's so good. Um,
0: anyways, this image uh, is uh, Eok, uh stepping closer and uh, setting off the mobile armor. <laughs> 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 Have you You're seen like, this one before?
1: <laughs> I I've seen this like I feel like years ago I've seen this image.
0: Yeah, yeah It's just It's a woman Stepping up to a machine That's called the Escatron 9000 And putting her finger on a button That says "imminent," "imminent." Sorry Immament Immamentize Immamentize make thing, Make it imminent Basically Imminentize the Escatron And she's gotta She's gotta Yeah I, I'm always. I always think about the uh, the reference image someone drew when they were trying to locate the this image, which was someone making a three face and trying to press a button that says "elucidate the rapture." <laughs> Not quite. Basically, the same thing.
1: Yeah, Eok made this face when he stepped into the canyon.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he said, to them, "Today I will elucidate the rapture." <laughs> Did I do that? Yeah, oh no. <laughs> uh, oh. That's that's episode. Yeah. Uh, next episode? Uh, episode 36. Stained Wings. Uh Uh-oh! After after Ayok's whoopsie moment that awakened the mobile armor, things are getting pretty dicey pretty fast. Ayok's squad all sacrifices themselves so that dipshit Numero Uno can escape with his lives, and Ayok becomes summarily obsessed with singularly exacting revenge for them. Tekadon and Megillus shortly realize that the mobile armor is heading for the nearest dense human population, hoping to exterminate it, Kreiss. They attempt to set an ambush on the armor's path, but Eok decides to play Hero Gundam and take a shot at the armor, veering veering it off its path, doing absolutely nothing, and heading it towards the agricultural plant of Tekadons. It takes aim at the place, and though Ride bravely attempts to stop the cannon with Shino's old frame, it bounces around him and explodes the plant anyways. Ride is nearly killed by plumas in the aftermath, but is rescued at the last minute by Mikazuki and Barbatos. Yes. Uh, Good. the mobile armor, the silent angel. It's kind of epic. And we just like, the, the start of this thing is just like this thing absolutely massacring through, uh, Eok's troops. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, my first note is just, Eok, wake up, you fucked up. <laughs> right? Yeah! <laughs> He's so, ste- he like does not recognize any of this. Like, the thing that like makes him really funny to me is that he just doesn't recognize any of this as like remotely his fault. Like, no. Like, He's just like, damn, my my epicness is not paying off the way I hoped it would, and just like it's just like, oh shucks about it, and it's not like, oh, I have unleashed a calamity level event, like I have, yeah, I have, I have elucidated the rapture. Oh have... fuck, <laughs> and like he's in tears as his men
1: it's like, go go, regroup, like we'll take we'll hold it off for you, and he's like like crying he's like, my men, you're so honorable, as he like jets off. Right, It's so it, funny. It's just it's like I I think like I. And certainly, Eok has to do more shit later on the season, but like, as of now, he is truly a funny guy. Right. Absolutely. He's great. Uh, Orga and, and gang leave because they can't do shit without mobile suits against this thing. Um, we see Julieta and Vidar. They talk to Rustle about all this. Nobody has any idea what's going on. Like, Mars Tekadon doesn't know juliet is like <laughs> juliet is so fucking mad at Eoch the entire time she's like fucking fuming at this guy <laughs> yes
0: it's so funny she is so pissed off and like she but the but what's great is she never
1: yells she's just like like it's like that silent rage when like a parent right. is really mad at you but like
0: she's like, not mad she's just disappointed yeah, exactly. but I'm also a little bit mad
1: exactly she's also a little bit mad she's a little bit mad uh, but yeah. she wants to take out the mobile armor for Rustle. She wants to get him a seven stars. I don't know why it wouldn't yeah. give her a seven stars, but I may, maybe maybe wants know. to get yeah. She,
0: she wants to gift the number one victory Royale to him. Which, Juliana, you know, that's not how that works. You can't it's, just win your game yeah. of Fortnite and then say, "Here, here, little bro, I won this one for you."
1: I dedicate this one to Ninja Tyler Blevins.
0: <laughs> he got a double kill in bot lane while his braless wife brought him a sandwich. Not asked for. <laughs> not asked for. God, good tweet. <laughs> yeah, great, great tweet, Ninja Tyler Blevins. Good, great. Great work, Mr. Blevins um,
1: Blevins Blevins Shino goes to check on the mine uh, I think Blevins. he's in like a Colonel uh,
0: <laughs> Colonel Metal Blevins Metal Blevins <laughs> Metal Blute I don't know Metal bloot. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> Metal Blute Metal bloot. <laughs>
1: Much to think about. Uh, So Shino goes to check on the mine. Uh, Hoshball's nowhere to be found. It's gone. This thing's, like, fucked off to do shit. Um, But we do know that the Plumas know to, like, target the cockpit and kill any Mm -hmm. humans inside. Like, they are just straight up designed to hurt and maim and to kill.
0: Yeah, biting, biting, attacking with hammers.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Fuck you, bastard. Yeah. (laughs) Um, McGillis uh, goes to ask Mika what his impression of the Hoshmal is, like, after seeing an action, and he's like, it's beautiful and deadly, like birds from Earth.
0: <laughs> I always... Is <clears throat> this is what I always am saying about birds from Earth, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I fucked up a little bit on my notes. Like, he says, it's beautiful and deadly. It reminds me of birds from Earth. So I, I scrunched a little bit, but, you know, it's, it it is is bird-shaped. Honestly, it's extremely shaped like Metal Gear Rex. It has, like, yeah, the, it the is. two swept-back really wings. <clears throat> like,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. Um,
1: and McGillis is like, ah, a suit observation. I also think it's the exact same way. It's like an angel, a beautiful, deadly angel. And also these things killed off a quarter of humanity 300 years ago.
0: Yeah. Uh, oops. Uh-oh. Oops, uh-oh.
1: It's
0: just, it's just a little fucky-wucky. Just
1: a, just a, uh, just a bit of an uh-oh moment. An oopsie-whoopsie. Uh, but it's fine because Gallahor made demons to hunt down the angels and that's what the Gundams are. So the Gundams are straight up designed to like destroy these fucked up
0: birds right this these are designed in response
1: mm-hmm. uh and we do learn that the plumas are at least smart enough to know to like hunt down fuel and propellant to ensure further operation like right we this, see... is again re-
0: this, this is again reminding this is again reminding me of horizon zero dawn yes. that log you find that's like uh hey one of our things just like just like threshed a dolphin off the coast yeah. of Mexico. what are we doing about this
1: it's probably fine. It's nothing. Yeah, it's just, it's just funny because like I think it's like Zach who's like has a binoculars looking at like some supply depot, and we see a pluma that like looks like it just fucking ran headfirst into like a fucking like oil tank, like like yeah. the, the big sideways cylinder. It's like it just like fucking ran there, and starts slurping up that good good juice.
0: <laughs> yes, just take a glum- sit, babes.
1: <laughs> just
0: just glum. <laughs> Me, put, me, wanted to get like a pre-sun faster at age six, so I just jammed the straw into the side of the pouch and <laughs> yeah. suck
1: it out. It's, it's shotgun shotgunning gasoline. Yes.
0: Oh my god! Like one of the few times I've ever actually tried to shotgun a beer. Um, I was at my I was at my ex-girlfriend's house. Um, I mean then girlfriend, I guess. Uh-huh. But um. I was at her house and we were having Some fun with beer and we were like yeah let's shotgun These but let's not make too much of a mess let's go do this Over the sink and I guess I'd shaken the can On my path towards the sink because um I punctured the base of the can And it like I'd hold I was holding The can sideways and it just like Exploded like it just like there was Like it just blasted spray Into my face and there was like a me shaped Outline in the ceiling (laughs) where the the Beer had sprayed and my head Had blocked
1: it oh good shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, like, shotgunned in so long. I've ch- certainly chugged. Most of the time I've chugged in the last, like, five years has been playing Mario Kart, where you have to finish your drink. Yeah, in, B- Mario Kart. Before... Yeah. yeah, no, we, we, no we drunk driving. It, yeah, we call it, yeah, we it There's many words for it, but, yeah.
0: look, the strat no, is no, just... no No drunk driving. No drunk
1: driving, exactly. The strat, for me, is to just slam that entire thing very first right. race and just, and just power through.
0: Right, yeah, that's that's what you got. I uh maybe like get through the first two laps, establish a like do what I'm gonna do and then just like as soon as the first lap finishes, just, as soon as the second lap finishes, just like pull my car off to the side, down that bad boy, and then get back to it. You know, yeah. let my let, let 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 only one lap be marred by beer mouth instead of right, three. Exactly. Um beer mouth, beer tummy, the many the many beer things. <laughs> the many beer flictions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the uh, Scarlet Rod. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, so McGillis's plan is to ambush the Hoshmoll and its plumas. Uh, oh, also, I don't know if we mentioned there's a fuckload of plumas. There's not just one. There's like yeah, there of is little like little an fuckers. army of. They're like little rats. Yeah, they're Pikmin. They're minions. They're whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and then, like you know, he needs Takanon's help to to take this thing down. Since a Tekadon unearthed it, and b Gallahorn, a uh, Gallahorn suits the one who awakened it. So like they're both kind of like in the shit together. So they have to team up and you know yeah. I mean, they've already teamed up, but this is just, like, a third layer on their partnership, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just keep keep stacking partnerships. Yeah, and and only now does... Partnership has a stacking bonus. Exactly, yeah.
1: (laughs) And only now does McGillis actually say, like, oh, Enoch mentioned this order of seven stars. I think I want one. Like, only uh, now is he like, this thing sounds cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's funny. (laughs) Um, Isarugi tells them the plumas have the capability to repair the hoshmal, and the hoshmal can create other plumas. So it's like... Again, more things like the Ferris Worm from Horizon. It's, like, self-replicating in a way. Right, uh, yep. So, so the whole plan, they have to, like, try and separate Hoshmal from the Plumas so they can take it out. Um, and, of course, it's on its way to a populated area. And the most populated area in the region is Creese, like the, the fucking Martian city where Kudelia is and everyone else is. Yep,
0: Seems uh-oh. Bad.
1: Uh-oh. That's not good. oh sisters. So they split up. They're going to meet three hours later uh, with their suits and whatnot.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. Julieta
1: and Vidar are there as well. They, like, head to Earth uh, in their suits. God, I fucking love to see Vidar.
0: Yeah, it's so fucking good. Absolute kick-ass suit. Vidar Uh, banger suit. Yeah, Orga
1: heads to Krise, and he's, like, trying to have the entire city evacuated. Uh, Mika Atra and Hush tell Kudelia... And she doesn't want to leave at all. Like, she's like, you know what? If 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 I leave and not everyone... How can I be the
0: maiden of revolution if I fucking beat Cheeks at the first sight Yeah, of...
1: exactly. Like, she's like, I'm not going to leave unless literally everyone in the city can be evacuated. And I know it's not possible. So I'm going to plant my butt right here and <laughs> have a B-rate for this all to blow over.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking Floridian shooting a gun into the into the into the um, into the into the hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's doing new she's doing new pose two K two. She's doing new pose two K fourteen. like right. Direct, she's doing new pose two K fourteen directly in the directly in Hajma's path and developing uh I, developing IBS as a result of it. <laughs> you know, she she's the do irritable to. bowel orphan. There we there we go. We've come full circle.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, they 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 find a they find a really nice gorge. They find like this is like some Lion King
0: gorge. Yeah, type this is shit. yeah, this is where Mufasa died.
1: Yeah, wh- when you when you picture an ambush gorge, this is like number 1 on the list.
0: Right. Like make out make out point ambush gorge.
1: Yeah. And and a close third is Boing Boing Cape.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> ambush <laughs> The average human experiences three ambushes per year is not accurate. Uh, ambush George, Ambush Gorge, who <laughs> experiences Ambul- roughly Go- 10,000 ambushes a day is an outlier, should not be counted.
1: <laughs> ambush Goncharov.
0: Ambush Goncharov! <laughs> you know what, I think I will. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, my, that's a hitman mission, Ambush Goncharov. <laughs> it's my
1: prerogative. <laughs> Hmm. Today I think I will ambush control.
0: Absolutely clueless. <laughs> <laughs> <was like>, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs>
1: um. So. Oh yeah. Uh. Lest we forget, this show is designed to buy product. So McGillis goes, uh, and McGillis and Eastbury get a new suit. Uh, they pronounce it in a weird, fucked up way in the sub. It's the successor to McGillis's uh, Groom Garuda. It's like blue and yellow. It has fucking horns and a like Cloud Buster sword put to shame by the size of this thing in proportion to yeah,
0: the Yeah, this thing is fucking huge. <laughs> it, it's called
1: the Helmviga Car. Um It looks fucking cool. I think that's what they called it in the sub. Okay, it, it, the the dub is like the Helmweig Rain car. It, it's just that doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. But
0: it's just uh, fucking this that? thing fucks and this thing th- so sick.
1: It's like this really nice deep blue, and, like, a, a sort of, like, yellowish tan, and it has, like, the, like... And just
0: a, again, I want to just stress again, for emphasis, huge fucking sword.
1: Yeah, this sword is, like, probably weighs as much as the main mobile suit does. Yeah. And Miguel's is, like, well, it wouldn't do for me to be seen piloting this thing. Ysru, you get it. It's nice. Yeah, this is all yours, bud. All yours, bud. Go off, king.
0: Fuck it up, little guy.
1: Fuck it up. Um. So... Everyone is watching the Hoshmall and the Plumas Rolled towards Crease, and like they're all lying in wait, like at the top of the gorge, waiting for be able to take the pounce on it. And as it crosses like a, a sort of diverting path off the gorge, it just gets shot by something. Yep. Fucking Eok is here standing at the edge of the canyon, like one arm just like firing his like dinky little uh dinky little. He's
0: uh, like, oh, this is this is the this is the I'm doing it. it. I did it. He like takes one shot and walks away like fucking tuxedo and I was like, "All oh, me, baby." Yeah, I'm a genius. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's the ass entire fucking character. You you know
1: you have seen those images right? The I'm a genius. Oh no. Oh yes,
0: yes, yes. That's from another Gundam series. Yeah, I, I found that out recently, and I was like,
1: you know, that makes sense. It's from Re- Reconquista in G. That's a weird one, from what I hear. A merciful twenty-five episodes long. That one is. Huh. Um. That's interesting. So yeah, Eok's like totally feeling himself. He loves this shit. Julieta comes in is like, "Yuck! you fucked up, you're such a fucking idiot, dude.
0: Each, wake do up, shit you fucked to up it. big time. <laughs> <laughs> you he, barely my, he, said, it. he did the fu- he did the he literally did the tuxedo mess, so my work here is done. Yeah, you didn't do anything! You didn't do so no my dude.
1: It's it's taken a, a a 90 degree left-hand turn with all his little plumas, and is heading towards like a, a food plant. Like like I it's they call it a plant. It looks like a farm. I guess it's not a farm. I totally forgot what it is, but like, it is a populated area. It's like some farm or plant or whatever. <laughs> and it wants to kill.
0: Mm hmm. Very, very yep. bad. Just, uh, baby want, <laughs> baby want kill.
1: Baby want kill. It's no longer baby. It desires power. Corpse, uh,
0: corpse is in my mouth. Please, please, please. please you're please, nothing. Please, please,
1: please, You're nothing. <laughs> uh, and,
0: Ju- yeah, Jul- yeah, Juliana descends from the heavens. Like, yeah, dude, you didn't do shit. And he's like, that was Rugging Glaze's biggest boom. Yeah. Uh,
1: and like, As it's charging towards the plant, little Ride comes in. He, like, has to jump in front of it to, like... Because he sees it's getting ready to to fire the laser.
0: Yeah. Uh, It it
1: doesn't go well.
0: No, it, like, just glances off of his armor and just, like, basically blasts around him. Which, like, there is... I thought Ride died twice in, like, three minutes and he did not die either time. And I just think that, like, Ride dying... I... I don't want to just be banging my fist on the counter and demanding more corpses, because I know there's going to be some bodies dropping pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, like, probably next episode, if I'm being perfectly honest, probably someone I care about is going to fucking eat shit and die. Um, But it's just, like, I don't know. I felt a little bit cheapened out, because it's like, Ride does survive the laser blast, even though at first blush it does look like it's going to obliterate him. But then he's like, oh no, okay, this will just glance off. And then he gets submerged by plumas, and looks like he's going to die there also. And it's, it's just... I don't know. I found myself a little bit frustrated about it. Like, yeah, commit. like we, so, so we know
1: that all mobile suits in the post disaster era are impervious to beams. They have this nano laminate coating because basically that was like installed on every suit specifically because of things like these. And they just never took it off. Cause it's like, Oh, it's extra armor, whatever. Right. Um, it is a little bit unrealistic to me that it just like would kind of make the cockpit hot and fizzle the electronics a bit. I feel like it would do a little bit more damage maybe, but regardless, yeah,
0: like I imagine like it would be, like, even if the cockpit is impervious to that level of heat, like, that's still a human body in there being exposed to that much heat,
1: right? Yeah, it, it's just like, oof, ow, how do you, you, Marshmallow, you rat, you gave me the old spicy cockpit. <laughs> that's, like, kind of <laughs> all it really does. But, like, right. and, and and let's be clear, if Ride hadn't stepped in, I feel like the result would have been the same. Like, it would no, have just I know, fired I think- the beam in a sweeping motion.
0: Right, I think that's a real. I think this is a really good scene for that. Like, I've got no, I've got no problem with Ride surviving the first blast. It's him surviving the second, the the getting like submerged by plumas. That's what gets me. That's what's getting me a little bit right. Pissed off. Yeah, it's like, just it. it just yeah. feels a little bit like. I know, I know, it's Gundam. I know, I'm just like saying, you know, giving more corpses when I know they're going to be delivering them onto me pretty soon. Here, Um I don't know. It just feels a little bit. I love Ride not... I love Ride being completely ineffectual at stopping the beam. That fucking rules. Yes. But, like, just... I don't know. The rest of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but like, he ends up being fine. Because Mika just comes in and, you know, fucking throws all the plumas off them. Crushes them. It's fine. Uh, but Yeah, like, I don't know. Ride ride is, like... I feel like every Gunma series has that one character who just, like, can't die. Like... Yeah. and And Ride is certainly the character in IBO who's, like, throws himself into danger and is just completely fine afterwards. Right. But regardless, right. he's he's saved by Mika. um, And, like, elsewhere... So, like, Mika's, like, getting ready to fight uh, the Hashma as it, like, gets closer to him. And we cut... The final scene of the episode is McGillis and Isarugi. They're also heading out to fight Hashma. And, like, Vidar kind of pops in in front of them. um, yep. And just it's just a stare down, and that's kind of where the episode ends. Yep. It's, like, I, f- I feel like this is just gonna be a bit of shorter of the week because a lot of it's just, like, fight 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 A lot fight, of fighting. fight 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 yep. yeah yep. um well hey that will bring us i suppose to the next episode the last episode of this week which is episode 37 battle for Krisay. as the battle against the hosma continues tekadon realizes that the gundams are effectively useless against it the presence of the mobile armor causes the gundams to lock up and the av system to kick the pilot out while deactivating the limiters Eox meddling continues to throw wrenches in Tekton's plants atop Hashmal, though eventually Shino's new Gundam, Flouros, uses its railguns to break the canyon wall, splitting Hashmal off from its plumas. As Ride, Julieta, Iserugi, and Megillah struggle to fight the mobile armor, all seems lost until Mika arrives in Barbatos and manually deactivating its limiters. Its eyes glow red, and the final battle against the mobile armor begins. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. It's cool. I like... It doesn't... <laughs> they gave fucking Barbatos RBG lights in size. <laughs> I know what I said. (laughs) It's a a computer for gamers.
0: You said RPG lights.
1: Yeah, our our foremost gamer Supreme Court justice.
0: (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) God.
1: Uh, So the episode starts out in a very, very weird way. Mika gets ready to fight. Barbatos, like, as Hoshmal rounds the corner, we don't know what happens yet, like, specifically, at least with Mika, because it just is like, uh-oh, 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 crisis, danger, 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 and just, like, fucking, basically, blue screen of deaths on Mika, and he can't yeah. do shit in the Gundam.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He just, like, gives him a nosebleed and kicks him out.
0: Yep. Uh, a very tame nosebleed compared to the one that Akihiro... Akihiro gets, like, fucking... Like, fucking Jiraiya saw naked woman levels. So
1: it's it's fine because Mika is, like, four feet tall and Akihiro is, like, eight feet tall, so he just has twice as much blood.
0: Yeah, he's just... He's just... He's just... He's just, he's just got more humors. Mi-
1: <laughs> Mika can't effectively gush as much as Akihiro can.
0: Absolutely gooshing from the Johnson... I heard you gushing from the Johnson's, Akihiro. <laughs> Deep um, bimbam reference there.
1: Yeah, that's that's old shit. Yeah. Uh, next scene is Isarugi and Miguelis and Vidar square off. Or not square off, they just like stare off, rather. Yeah. Is- Isarugi says the Vidal are- is a Gyalhorn Gundam frame based on the designation, but like it doesn't correspond to anything. Like the numbers don't match up. I think specifically it is ASW G XX where the last two X's would be in numbers usually, but it's just.
0: Xx Xx Dash Gs Xx Underscore Gsw Underscore Yeah
1: Xx Underscore Xx for Vidar. and Vidar's like maybe about to attack, but Julietta calls him off, calls him over. We have bigger fish to fry. And like before, he does, he calls McGillis, asking how he could pilot the same suit Carter pilot and died in, and then he leaves. Yeah. So really, doing a great job concealing his identity here.
0: Yeah. He is playing fast and loose with how much he can settle, with how much he, he, uh, he, he is, he does not seem to be actively engaged in keeping it a secret. Like, he's not telling people, but he's not also, like, keeping it close to the, he's not playing it close to the chest at all. No, exactly. I
1: can't wait to see him without his mask on. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he
0: looks, I'm sure he looks, wait, do we actually get to see that? Oh, we sure do. Oh, I didn't expect that.
1: Yeah, you, I, you you will not be able to wait until you get to see punished uh, Galileo. God,
0: the horny grip intensifies.
1: <laughs> Real venom snake type shit. Um so he he uh, Akihiro goes to jump at the hoshmall next. Uh and as he gets close, like he jumps into the air and then like his A-B system it says safe mode and yep. kicks him out and he just like fucking beefs it. Yeah, he just uh, explodes blood out of his nose. Yeah, Chad yeets an axe at it. An axe that, for some fucking reason, has a thruster bail on it, so it's like yes. a propelled axe. It, it's really sick. It doesn't make sense, but I love it.
0: Yeah. I. I do we see this thing again? Like, does I don't Chad think fucking, so? That's great. It just he <laughs> just fucking chucks it,
1: and it. Sure enough, it hits the Hoshball and it's like, oh, something's over here. Okay, and it turns around and goes the other way back down the original path. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Chad. Uh, thanks, and, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad. Uh, they have to continue with this plan despite Mikan Akihira being out of commission because like what the fuck else are they gonna do right right um, Julieta then goes to check on Eok like on top of a canyon wall somewhere <laughs> and he's like alright once Vidar heads back we're gonna leave we can't do this shit he just completely ignores her and he tells her I'm gonna continue to attack it for vengeance for our men they become my flesh and blood and he just fucking once again he needs to be put on a leash I think Mm-hmm. <laughs> this fucking guy um, so, so then, uh, we get a scene of Yuki Nojo. He's, like, checking on the Gundams. Both the Gundams are out for the count. Uh, Ride was sent somewhere. He was, like, sent back to camp for his injuries, because, you know, <laughs> he's Ride. Um, we get weird, yeah. like, we get weird Zack lore here, of all things, of, of him saying, like, oh, yeah, I used to be, like, a mechanic and, like, read suit logs back in the day before... I was pretty smart, you know, and he basically tells them that like when the Gundams see the mobile armor, all the limiters gets disengaged but the alive in is like, "Uh uh-oh crisis, get the fuck out of here and like we'll boot him out of the system basically
0: Uh (laughs) uh-oh uh, yeah, it's it's Yeah, I like this. I like this a lot. Like, these things that, about, like... I want... The less I know about the Calamity War, the better. And the thing is, like, mm-hmm. they are just, like, dropping... They are, like, sprinkling little tidbits on me, like, Salt bay, And I am, like, I am, like, mm. g- deliciously slurping down every last bit of yeah, salt. Yeah! You just... It's, it's it's just a little hors d'oeuvres. Yes. Mmm, yummy, yummy, yummy. Yep. Uh, and this is when we found out Zaka uh, studied this shit before he went to Tekadon. <laughs> he studied the blade? Yeah, <laughs> He study he studied the bird. <laughs> oh, what me. the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't know. That was I suddenly like I got fucking like I feel like I just got my fucking toe stomped on in Looney Tunes. <laughs>
1: Real Tom and Jerry type shit.
0: Yeah, they're calling me the white Tom and Jerry. It's <laughs> my
1: favorite Game of Thrones character. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry.
0: Tom and Jerry.
1: <laughs> so check it on uh they continue to stand their ground against the Hoshmall. Can't do much without the Gundam's, but what'll it do? Uh, but, like, you know, it, they, they've gotten a lock on its speed. They know how fast it's moving. And as soon as this happens, fucking Eok shoots it again. And it speeds up. It's like, who the fuck did that? Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I've fully totally come around. Eok fucking rules. This guy's funny. He's,
0: <laughs> he sucks so bad. All he can do is flail around hoping to garner some iota of respect. I don't know how he's gotten into, like all he does is ride he just rides Rustle's coattails as as well as he possibly can and uh-huh. just like I guess, I hope this works. Hope this, I hope I can do this one for the box. Skitching into success, the Yakujon yes. story. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, like uh. he's 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 used he's used all of his battery up firing his last shot. He has, his suit has like one arm left. Um he's he's just like standing in the path of it he's like, Yes, I'm gonna die. A glorious death yeah, now. Just,
0: no regrets. <laughs> I shall die in glory. I shall die in splendor with the pride of the Kujan family. And Julietta comes in is like, You've sucked so bad, there's no point in letting you die here. It's so good. Like, I don't and get the, her logic, but I I'm not gonna stop her. It's no funny. the
1: delivery is so good in the in the dub, she just says, No, even in death there's no cure for your stupidity, so you might as well live and just picks him up yeah, out of the way.
0: Yeah, that, that's more or less what she says in the sub, but it's just very funny. I'm just like Willy Wonka voice. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, or, he gets, or he gets a call on a sit rep and, is, and he says, damn, if we die here, we'll never be as epic as Um, and then we cut We'll to never Kydali. be as epic as the cops. Yeah. Then we cut to Kudeli in the office there. And I wonder if it means anything that, like, ga- that Tekkodon specifically is comparing themselves to Gallarhorn, as someone they want to be on, like, equal footing with. I don't know if it means anything. It's probably um, not. but um, This next scene
1: is so fucking good
0: thruple literally thruple moments
1: this scene is fucking stellar you want to take it?
0: Yeah, because K- is in the office, staring in the middle distance, and they're just both, like, they're both really scared, and they both, like, Kudelia's like, yeah, I like Mika, and then is like, ah, mm-hmm, yeah, I- I'm sure that you do. Like in, the very res- like in the very, like, anime girl is resigned that the boy she likes is liked by her friend, um, but then she's like, I like you, too, and then there- it's just basically, like, all of them, say- like, both of them just say, I like Mikazuki, and I also like you. Yeah, it's, like... It it is
1: so uncomplicated the way the show show portrays their relationship. Right. Because, like, every single time we get a scene, every single time we get a scene, like, I'm almost like, I've seen the show and I'm still expecting it to be, like, one of them to say, like, you know, like, I I, want to see, like, the way that shows will, like, brush off these lines and dubs of being like, you know, like, I want you to have a good life or like, you know you're 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 my dear friend. Shit like that. But no, they're just like, I like you, and I like you too. It's just like right. there's so, there's
0: no yeah. distinction, at least as far as I could tell, I was not paying attention to the actual spoken words, but like as, as the subtitles, there is no distinction between when the way Cudelia says that she likes Mika and the way that she said that she likes Atra.
1: Yeah. No, the dub is the exact same way. it, it yeah, is so all the exact it's same It's either
0: words. all platonic or none of it is, baby, and I I mean yeah. the latter.
1: Can't wait to find out which.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, like she's like, you know, we'll be fine. Mika will always come back and he'll he'll come back to us.
0: I, I like the, I like the, the, I like the visual imagery of like them standing, like both of them are, there's like three windows and two of them have the blinds up. It's like, you know, the first and the third one have their blinds up and that's where Atra and Kudelia are standing. Then there's the one window between them with the blinds down. And a of all, I like the visual symbolism of this a lot, just like there is a third one missing. But also I appreciate this because with the other side of the screen, it just probably just looks like the middle one is a character that has not been unlocked yet. <laughs> Choose your fighter. Choose your fight. I mean, I'm thinking like, <laughs> I'm taking Atra on a heartbeat, like, I, she's, got the, she's got the hair vents, her air mobility is unfucking balanceable Yeah, I'm
1: a Toto main, those fucking half-smoked cigar projectiles are real hard to deal with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking, like, like, uh, like, fucking, fucking, the Gundam Overwatch game, except for, like, one of the characters is Toto, and he just, like, he throws, like, a, C- a CSGO smoke grenade in the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the way that a cigar. <laughs>
1: I think literally, I think there literally is one of those who just has a smoke grenade it throws. I think it's the Zaku.
0: Oh my god, yes.
1: You know what I want? I want a fucking Gundam, like, fighting game. And, like, they've honestly, honest to god, have made, like, 2D Gundam fighting games. Like, Street Fighter, Third Strike style. But, like, it's just the pilots.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, you get the
1: fucking badass vignettes of the Gundams and the pilots inside them. But when you actually go to the character select screen, it's just just the humans. It's, like, fucking fist fight. Mm Mm-hmm. Shar would win. Shar would always win.
0: Shar win. Shar.
1: Win. (laughs) Uh, So things are quite desperate over. Shar win.
0: (laughs) Me not. Me take it away. The fucking Mars line.
1: (laughs) Uh, Things seem rather desperate at the gorge. Uh,
0: Things are fine. I have no idea what you're fucking talking about.
1: Orga, like, wants to make another counterattack. And he actually tells Mika to stand back for once. Like, he's like, yes. no, you can't do this. This is Shino's job. And basically, I, I think one of the mechanics is like, but Gundams can't get close to it. And Orga's like, you're right. What if we don't need to get close to it? Uh, and it, let's see. Oh, yeah. This is, this is, this is what do we get? We get a little cutaway to McGillis. Uh, he gets the call from Orga. To help. And like he agrees to help, but he tells Isarugi privately, like, you know, I gotta be the one to get the kill. The glory needs to be ours, it's not Tekadon's. So even when they're in an alliance, they're still, you know, butting yeah. heads and yeah. they can't fully work together.
0: Orca wants Gowerhorn's help, but Yukinojo, like, gets a fucking big head about it. It's like, yeah, isn't this a chance to show off Tekadon's strength? Yeah, and, I mean, Orga, and and he's like, "This could determine if we're whether we're an equal or just a pawn of theirs." Norga's like, "Well, too fucking bad. Crisis on the line." Yeah, like the city's going to be destroyed, old man. What are like, your girlfriends? Where, where is this coming from for Yukinojo? Like, what is this? Yeah, because like. You would
1: think that this would, it would be the opposite of Orga saying that. And Yuki Nojo's like, exactly. "Uh."
0: Like, this, this feels like something Orga would say. Like, he wants to get Tekadon up. And, like, I, I don't mind him being of the, I don't mind him, like, coming, overcoming this, like, want to be the number one top dog big dick in town. I don't mind him overcoming that. But, like, where is this coming from from Yuki Nojo? Like what, yeah, it's, what, it's very why strange. is he suddenly why is he suddenly so concerned with like Tekadon's like being it, Tekadon's epic reputation?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 very weird.
0: I guess. You, th- <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> Listen, a white woman pussy did that to him. So true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> he got his dick stapled. <laughs> <laughs> oh god The stapler The stapler The stapler <laughs> The stapler Stapleton
1: And she is driving Grave Digger She's my main in the Gundam fight game
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> she, she pilots Gravedigger. Digger Exactly
1: um, Stupid so, fucking Stupid fucking Fucking yeah, dipshit
0: podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but before everything really pops off, we we get a little thing of like Mika really really wants to fight, and like Orca says, if if need be, like you know Mika can't. You're gonna shit against this thing now, and Orca says he'll pilot his own sheet, and if he needs to, but Mika's like, the fuck you won't. I'm like, not mi-
0: letting. Yeah. I'm not letting my boyfriend get in the. Yeah, he
1: gets really indignant about it. Um. And then, and then finally, finally, Eok is taken out of action because Julieta like basically tells Vidar to babysit him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. Like he,
1: you got you got you got to get a handle on this guy. It's really funny. Vidar's in a Gundam. Julietta's is not. She's just in a regular mobile suit, but she's the one who has to fight Hoshmaul for some reason, which is fine.
0: Uh, so she goes um, to head off to it. Yeah. Um, uh, McGillis Julietta makes it really get absolutely fucking blasted. Uh, yeah. well, no, 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 sorry. I I have not talked about uh. Uh, so yeah, rides in the Rusei Go 3 absolutely fucking it up. Uh just he's he's styling on these fools. He's styling yeah, I love it. I love Ride is like the
1: inheritor of Shino's suits now. Like Rides in the pink one. Um and then we get to see Gundam Flaros finally. Yeah. It's cool, it's, it's pink.
0: It's pink. It doesn't it has like it has like a, a, f- a fully cooly conti moment where it like it it bends over and like flips around and like gets its like little like fucking bat like its cannon bracers out. Yeah, um,
1: it, it goes it goes quadruped mode. It it goes the anti fire starter route. Yes. Um and she knows riding it and Yamagi's like on his lap in the cockpit with the fucking like iPad up because she knows like I don't know how to fucking work this thing, you gotta do it for me.
0: <laughs> it's like, Dad, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfectly the, dangerous. It's it's the, the fucking uh Nedroid comic of like oh, what is this power? I don't know. I'm scared. I don't know, it's scary. I think that's <laughs> is that Nedroid?
1: I I know what comic it is, and I've tried to find it so bad I don't know what though.
0: That for might some be Nedroid. My, for some reason, my brain said Nedroid. I could be wrong. If you know the answer to this question, please tell me.
1: Yeah, right in. Um, yeah. But but we, we so like it's called the Gundam Flowers, but Shino calls it the Ryusei Go Four because of course yes. he does. Uh The he, Go. The Ryusei Go. She. She. Oh, there we go. Literally. Lit, so I was um reading One Piece. As I as I do, and and I guess this is kind of spoilery for like the whole Kick Island part of One Piece.
0: I mean, I I have been spoiled on like the most recent manga shit in One Piece. I'll yeah. uh, I, I I One Piece spoilers, One Piece spoilers don't mean anything to me because I played One Piece Grand Adventure and that spoiled a lot of that the first okay. like two hundred chapters of manga for me. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just
1: really funny learning that uh, Sanji has siblings and it's Ichiji, Niji, Sanji, and Yonji.
0: That's pretty good It's pretty that's, good That's pretty good It's pretty good
1: And they have a sister named Reiju Because she's zero It's fun It's it's good I like it Oh that is cute Yeah Um. But he he also fucking Shino of course He would be the one to name his attacks Because as he like Locks down into quadruped mode And gets his rogue Galaxy somebody, he goes,
0: Cannon
1: it's, it's fucking wonderful 101 shit it It's rules.
0: great and Tremendous
1: like, shit for my man it's it's that sick thing of like you see the shot happen like several times from different angles, yeah. and he's not even like he's shooting the Hoshmaul, but he's shooting it through the canyon wall. Like he shoots to specifically collapse the canyon and split the hoshmal from the plumas. It's right. Like- he
0: he hits him with the fucking he hits him with the fucking breach valorant e. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's just yeah. like FPS references abound today. Yeah, gamer moments. Yeah, Toto uh, th- Toto spends a hundred credits on his smoke and puts it in a really bad place and then gets killed as a result.
1: <laughs> yeah, God, Toto would be so bad tolerant.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: uh. So, so yeah, like it, so. Right before it is it, it, again. Ride Issurugi McGillis and Julieta are up against Hoshmoll and like it's about to beam ride. Ride about about to die for like the fifth time this episode. Um. But Mika's here; it's fine, and his gun is moving, and we can already tell things are gonna get pretty dicey because he's already like bleeding from his eye, like mm-hmm. as he just hops into combat, and he like manually deactivates the limiter, and then Barbatos' eye like turns from green to red and has this like fucking like light trail coming off the side of it. Uh huh. It's probably nothing.
0: Yeah, nothing. It's pr- nothing. <clears throat> all, good. all good. It's all pr- good. It's probably fine.
1: Uh, I mean, it's not like Orga specifically warned him about pulling the same kind of maneuver he did in Edmonton, where he ended up losing the use of his right arm and right eye against a powerful opponent by deactivating the limiters. Who could say?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I I fear that Mikazuki may do something along these lines. No. And that is... The episodes this week. That's the episodes. Um, pretty pretty action packed. Where'd my phone go? Sorry, I've been <laughs> I've been absentmindedly painting my nails while we've been doing this. It's just because I need something to do with my hands so that I'm not like mm-hmm. scrolling Twitter or something as to what my hands are want to do. Because I did not lock myself out as I tend to do sometimes. Yeah. What's the color um, though? Uh, I went with orange and black because I wanted to do like a tiger thing, and then I realized it looked kind of like Halloween, so I added like little like black stripes on the orange ones. It doesn't look very good, but I did it.
1: I, that's a good. Colors came to me.
0: Yeah. I listen, I I have nothing against Halloween. I just did not want to look like I was doing Halloween in May. Right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to be clear I'm doing Tigers here. She's gone tiger mode, folks. Yeah. But I've got a beyond Toon World for us. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon Yes. Today we have decided, I we've talked we we're talking about the man who I've decided that is my Blorbo. Um, Shimazaki Nobunaga, the voice of one Iyakujan, Kujan, he yes. was uh, the Japanese voice actor ass- affiliated with Aoni Production won the Best Rookie Award in the 7th Seiyuu Awards and the Best Actors in Supporting Roles at the 15th Awards, which is strange to see him in a supporting role because he's done a lot of lead roles, such as Izumi Shinichi from Parasite the Maxim, okay. or Corin Male from Fire Emblem Fates.
1: Ah, the, the Barefoot Game,
0: of course. Yes, um, in blue Central Fiction, uh, he was Naruto Kurogane, which I was confused about because I was like, wait, did they put, did they put Persona in this? But no, I was, that's, this is Naoto Kurogane, not Naruto, Naruto Shirogane, which is just, oh. you know, exchange black for white. This guy looks pretty fucking cool. I like his weird evil hand. Yeah. Um, in Fate Zero, he was the assassin who gets washed by Gilgamesh in episode three. Okay. Tremendous. Um, not in that show very much, I just wanted to bring it up, because that's a funny, funny scene in that one. Um, mm. he is the main character, Nanose Haruka in Free. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, in Kuro- In Kurokono he was Sakurai Ryo, who was the guy who apologized after every shot that he took on Aomine's team. Yeah. Um, Sword Art Online Alicization, sorry, he was Yujeo. Okay. I love that we both are just like, regrettably, they were also in Sword Art. Everyone's been in Sword Art. Of, I should stop doing this. I wouldn't have done this if it wasn't, like, the second main character of the show. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. uh, uh Fruits Basket 2018, he was Soma Yuki, the rat boy. Shit, okay. Yeah. Um. In... Uh, in Haikyuu, he was Rintaro Suna, who you may not remember by name, but he was the season four guy who had, like, the middle part, and he did, like, the thing where he tweaked his head to the side and did those weird cross-body spikes.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he the guy with the weird, like, dangly hair, like, yeah, yeah, he he, he has very weird hair.
0: Yes. Um, in in the Third Part 5 and onwards, he was Yatagarasu. Okay, oh, there we go. Uh, in your, in one of your, in one of, in, in a game that I would describe as a Max game, uh, Astral Chain, he was male protagonist. Oh fucking! I gotta. I, he never finished Astral Chain, but it was
1: really fun.
0: <laughs> uh, in Modazushi, he in the Japanese dub of it, specifically, because yeah, that, sure. you know, that's done in Chinese original. But uh, he was Wen Ning. Okay. <laughs> in One Piece, he was little itty bitty Babby Shanks. Oh, yeah, what a fight (laughs) Blorbo. Yeah, that's, Shanks is such a Blorbo. I love Shanks, he's so funny, he's like one of the foremost powerful pirates, and he's just like a guy. Um, and this is the, this is the, this is really coming from my ass just in terms of Blorbo typecasting. In Jutsu Kaisen, um, who do you think he was based on the fact that I referred to this character as a Blorbo typecast for me?
1: Oh, oh god, is this, it's not Megami. No, Megumi's not a Blorbo. No, yeah, more evil. More evil. Is it? Um. Oh God, what's his? What fucking? What's? I'm, I'm blanking. What's the guy with the fucking stitch
0: head? Uh, are you do? You, do you mean Mahito? One, one Mahito, my Blorbo Blue Boy.
1: Yes, Mahito.
0: I Is it Mahito? Mahito. He's the voice of Mahito. He's Fuck you, yes. anime.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so good.
0: Just great ones down the line. Yatagarasu, sooner in like just some great fucking picks here. Yeah, Mahito. Oh my god, Mahito. Post That's Mahito's, really <laughs> he did that in episode nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he he posted Mahito's and then turned them into hooves. <laughs> Those are his hooves, you bitch. Those are his hooves, you bitch. <laughs> All right, Max. Who is the robot of the week?
1: My robot of the week, Sarah. Uh, because I can't fucking stop talking about this funny pirate comic book. Is oh,
0: are there robots in one? Of course, there are robots in one piece.
1: One of the main collection. characters, one of the main Straw Hats, is a robot. I'm talking about Frankie, Frankie. A robot? He's a cyborg.
0: Okay, that I'm not. I'm not gonna split that hair. I was just like, no, yeah, he,
1: it's 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 all nonsense. He, yeah, Frankie is is a cyborg. He fucking rules. He made their new ship. He's like eight feet tall and has gigantic arms and. He does poses and he like names all his attacks. He's fucking great. He has a really cool backstory. I mean, every character in one piece has a really cool backstory, but he's just like he's very silly. If you press his nose for three seconds, his hairstyle changes. Just, just shit like that. It's great.
0: That's tremendous. That also that Frankie. also works. That also happens to me. They went. I went to the hairstyle stage and They just booped me for three seconds, and yeah. I have to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> a quick
1: boop in this new hair, new you. A boopin'. I'm getting booped. <laughs> Quick with a one bad boop. One bad boop and she do what I yoinkie. <laughs> um, well, hey, that'll do it for us this week. It was a pretty quick one today, but again, it's just yeah, a lot of fighting. a lot, lot of
0: action. Good episodes. Yeah. Um, Sarah, where can we
1: find you on the internet?
0: You can find me on Twitter at SunhatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. All of my podcasts are in my header, but I'll just, you know, forward forward re-zero is the one that I'm, like, really working on right now, and fear baiting, getting that one back off the ground. Um, the other ones, you know, I still do, just not as regularly. Um. yeah Uh. yeah those are my shit I, I'm not used to taking like, less than 10 seconds I'm not used to taking 10 seconds for my shoutouts
1: yeah sure Um. hi Max you can find me on Twitter I'm you can listen to Pod of Greed which is my Yu-Gi-Oh podcast at Pod of Greedcast on Twitter and you can listen to Slappers Only which is my video game showdown music podcast at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter and you can go to noisebites.xyz to listen to all of our shows and many more thank you to Matt Gamecube who runs the whole show there
0: thank you Matt Gamecube
1: and it's time to sign off. Um, so, as we always say, <laughs> war is bad. But wow, cool robot! See you in a week, which isn't true because I'll see you in like two weeks, Sarah. Yeah,
0: I'll see. I, I'm I'm going Canada mode. <laughs> see you, sucker! It's so funny that I'm like I'm saying I'm going Canada mode because this is one of the last things that I have to do before I actually like go to Canada. But like I'm going. This episode is coming out like the day that I have to like tearfully say goodbye to Sophie and get back on the plane.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time is uh, a... Time not real. Time's a flat circle.
0: uh, Well, anyways, I'm I'm back to stateside. Bye. Deuces.